Merhaba. Merhaba. Welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome back to Dizzy for Dizzy. I'm Ashley. I'm Kristen. And, and today we're discussing episode 11. That's right. Which and we... I have been looking forward to for so long. Yep. Also, we've missed you guys because we haven't recorded. It's been a while now. It's been a while. Because yeah. we released a bonus episode for you last week. I was on vacation. I came home with a tan. I'm very happy. But I'm glad to be back. But today, we actually have an extra host. That's right. And we brought you someone who has recently breathed the, the <laughs> same air as John. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, so, our, uh, everybody say hello to our friend Jessica. Merhaba. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? Good, Thank good. you so much for having me. Thank you for driving up yeah. and doing this with us. Yeah. So just a quick background. I know we've talked about Ashley and I are in a small Facebook group for a bunch of us who watch the show. Mm-hmm. And that's how we, quote unquote, met Jessica. Mm-hmm. She's also in the group. And we became real life friends. So Yeah. Because we met her in real life. A group uh-huh. of us got dinner. And it was, it was amazing. so much fun. It was a lot so of fun. So much fun. So much fun. And, and Jessica was recently on a trip. Where'd you go, Jessica? Well, we went to this little place called Istanbul, (laughs) Turkey, and it was amazing. It was amazing. I can't say amazing anymore, any more different ways. We went with nine other women, or nine women all together Mm -hmm. within our group, and all different times. Some of us came earlier, some Mm -hmm. of us came later, uh, but we were nine of our group were in from, Istanbul. And from how many different four countries? Di- four different countries. That's so cool. Amazing. Four different countries. And and it was EK that brought you all together? It was all EK. <laughs> it was all EK 10 months ago. Yeah. I mean, almost a, almost a year ago. Can mm-hmm. you imagine? Yeah. That they started crazy. this group. Mm-hmm. I think I joined in August. Mm-hmm. So not even a year. Right. And we accomplished. Uh-huh. We have friendships for life. Yeah. Real life friendships that, you know, I'm yeah. so happy to have met you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been an amazing year. So cool. Amazing year. Yeah. I agree. And I haven't even been in the group that long. I only joined in uh, November. Yeah. I was September mm-hmm. when I joined. Yeah. yeah. So. And it's even amazing how much it's grown since then. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I'm like, I remember, I think there was only like maybe 85 people when I joined. Yeah. And yeah. now I think the count today is 453 women. Yeah. Crazy. That sounds right. So yeah. Crazy. it's amazing. Yep. Yep. So you guys, EK is creating friendships all over I know. the world. All over. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. So we just thought we'd bring a little bit of that to you today. And especially because it's such a special episode. Yes. yes. 11 oh. to have some extra, <sighs> extra. <laughs> we needed some extra perspective. Yes. That's right. That's um, right. 11 is my all-time, at least up until now, my favorite episode, and we just finished watching episode 44. So out right. of the 44 that I have watched so far, this one is still, hands down, my favorite episode. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So it, we, I think it might be mine, too. It's so good, you guys. So, yeah, before we dive in, I also wanted to uh, say thank you to Jessica. She brought us gifts from yes, Turkey. She, she brought did. us a, a box of baklava Yummy. and these cute little pouches and yes. we got bracelets, bracelets. and keychains. We'll post pictures on the Instagram because they're so cute. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyways, uh, we can dive. Oh wait, before we, we dive a correction. in. Yes, we do have a couple corrections or one correction to make. Last, um, not last episode, episode 10. Yes. When we were discussing the very last scene when John walks into the water mm-hmm. and Sanem is like, she didn't believe that he was real. 
and I was trying to figure out why that was. Like, did, has she dreamt him before coming in the water? And we couldn't quite recall if that had happened yet. Right. And I didn't think it had happened and yet. And Ashley had said, no, it hasn't happened yet. Well. That was wrong. <laughs> and we have no problem admitting that. And we love that you guys listen and correct us. So yeah. we actually, from two different people, Mrs. Sumik on Twitter and Mimi Girl 5 on Instagram, you guys both told us that that did happen when they were in Agua. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Or uh, Ava? 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 It was in episode three Mm -hmm. when she goes out to get dinner by herself. She... Yeah. When John stays with Arzu, the... That's right. ...model that we (laughs) don't love. Anyhow, she did... That's when that happened. She imagined him being in the water with her, which is why she thought when he really was in the water with her in episode 10 that it was fake. Right. So, thank you girls for telling us that. It was driving me a little crazy that we couldn't recall. Mm -hmm. So, thank you. Yep. So that is corrected. Yep, <laughs> corrected. All right. So let's dive in. Um, the hashtag for this episode was Beklenen Balushma, which means expected meeting. And the summary from the EK page says, when John asks, do you want to be alone together while they're on the beach, Sanem's insides and her mind are both gone, which I thought that was funny. She's ready for anything with John. But will all the obstacles between them let that happen? With Polen's birthday approaching, her expectations are high. Will John throw her a party or will they celebrate alone? Uh, this next part cracked me up. Osman's star is lit up when he winds up <laughs> saving the commercial with more than just his catering skills. <laughs> New opportunities will come knocking for him. Oh. Meanwhile, Muzo is his regular jealous self. Mevkebe wants to give Nihat back the store, but now he's got his eye on advertising. Sanem is determined this time. She's ready to start a war with anyone who stands in her way. Will there ever be a winner of this battle? So let's find out. <laughs> okay. okay. So we open in on the scene with the end of 10 where uh, John follows her into the water. Yep. Asks her, are you sure you want to be alone or would you like to be alone with me? Yep. And that's our opening scene. So. What happens after that? Mm. Ashley. I feel like I've been talking forever. <laughs> um, well, see, now I'm like. Did having, I throw you off? Yeah. Oh, well, it's not you. I For some reason, my notes. I mean, because it just replays right, that right. whole scene. And then they're getting all close and they're about to kiss. And we talked about last time how it looked like. Demet, not Sanem, it looked like Demet was about to kiss John. Yeah, girl was leaning in. <laughs> there was some lean. Uh-huh. There were. There was some nose nuzzling. Uh-huh. That was pretty Ooh, darn close. I like that phrasing, nose nuzzling. Nose nuzzling. Yeah. He's very good at that. He is very yeah. good at that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was I was telling her last week, you see her sway towards him. Right. And, uh, but I mean, not that you can blame her. <laughs> if you've got that man right by your face, what else are you going to want to do? I mean, lean in? okay, you were recently at the set. Yes. So tell did. me what that was like. <laughs> because we know how it feels just watching him through a screen. Right. What was it like actually seeing him in front of you? Well, he was a little otherworldly I, okay. I'm, gonna ha- I'm going to i'm not gonna lie we took two cars to mm-hmm. the set mm-hmm. one of our wonderful 
leaders had mm-hmm. found the address and was actually correct. Props to you, wonderful leader. Yeah. I heard you were fishing on some crazy she websites was, to look yeah. for she the was location. Fishing and it came true. <laughs> and so, uh, oh, man. so we rented two cars and, um, because we had nine women. Right. So, um, driving through Istanbul was crazy, but we made it. And I'm driving, trying not to run into the car in front of me. Oh, my gosh. And then the car, the other group of women were in front of me, and they were trying not to drive off the side of the road because all you could hear was yelling from their car Mm -hmm. and then gasps of shock and, oh, my God, from my car. (laughs) And there's John with his chest in all its glory <laughs> oh my god in the makeup trailer getting touched up with his tattoo oh and i'm like gosh. we are in the same dirt right as as him oh and gosh. the girls are like stop stop i'm like we can't stop in the middle of the road stop. it's like a one-way road i can't <laughs> so we just kept driving and then we get to the set mm-hmm. and there's trucks and um pretty darn amazing oh my so gosh. Wow. we you know the the the, the pictures that we took don't mm-hmm. take or are no 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 um they don't do him any no justice, justice at yeah. all okay it's kind of like one of those hazy pictures you see of the sasquatch in the in the, <laughs> uh-huh. in the thing because he is tall and he is broad and he you could feel the stomping of the earth <laughs> as he's walking oh my gosh. because it was it was amazing and you guys, I'm sweating just listening to her talk about this. Um, I can't even imagine. I can't imagine how she keeps it together. Because we weren't even, I'm like, we were yards away right, from right, him. Right, like fenced behind them. And Well, we had a road, so uh-huh. if anybody was crazy enough to want to go and run and jump him, they could okay. have. But still, we were in the same vicinity. We could feel his presence. Right. It was just you could like... could have yelled at him. We... Yes. We were trying to be really polite because we didn't right. want to get kicked off. Right. Um, but, uh, yes. We so saw it's safe gosh. to say his magnetism Oh, reaches. it was, it was, it's, it's endless. There's no <laughs> bounds. So however Miss Demet or Sanem can right. keep a, a, a handle on that, yeah. kudos to her because oh nine of us women were not, we're, 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 we're close to fainting. <laughs> yes. It was glorious. Yeah, oh, man. can't even imagine. So, so, so obviously, good. obviously, there is some. There was some. some that, it's not just there. the ocean that in mm-hmm. in that scene that was causing her to lose her balance. Yes, yeah. I'm I'm 100 <laughs> percent positive. Oh my gosh! So, you painted us a good picture. Yeah. So as they're having that moment, who comes up but Duran? I of said Duran interruptus. Yeah. Yes, she's good at that. Mm-hmm. She is very. She's she's very good at yeah. that. Yeah, and she sees that. Because then suddenly they act like John is helping Sonam out of the water. Right, right because she She's sprained like, oh, her my ankle. leg! Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got a cramp! She's saving a turtle. Yes, uh-huh. yes, exactly. And then miraculously she's fine again once yes. they're out of the water. Oh, everything's fine. Oh, yes. oh, look at that! It's a miracle! Uh-huh. I'm, I'm fine now. Um, so they make their way back to the set only to get there and then they all realize that the film is gone, yeah, got like deleted. Again, didn't record. Yeah, the memory like card's been corrupted or something. Uh-huh. So they're going to have to reshoot the whole commercial, and now everything is in chaos. Again. Yeah. I do love that as they're walking up to the set, 
I said they get a wet babe walk mm-hmm. because they're soaking wet. They're walking in. Everyone's like turning and staring. And because like, why are they all wet? Right. And this is probably the funniest line. It, they ask John, like, what happened? And he looks at them with the most serious face. And he says, oh, something urgent came up and I needed to get wet. <laughs> Best translation. And then Muzo so- keep asking. It's like, why are you wet? Why are you glistening? What is what is the reason for your your yes. wetness? Why are they wet together? <laughs> yes. I'm like, really? <laughs> wet muscles look more like attractive than dry muscles. I'm like, and he oh. had his shirt on, so it wasn't even the uh-huh. there wasn't even the gratuitous you know, exactly. naked chest scene. It was he still had his clothes on, yeah, yeah. which was even better. Thank yeah, you very much. yeah. Not that it matters. Not that it makes that much of a difference, right? But still, yeah. So Sanem is happy because they basically tell each other that, that they want to be by each other. Right. So not in as many words, they're offering their feelings for one another. Right. So they have some kind of an understanding at this point. That at least they want to spend the day together. Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sanem is happy and she goes off to the trailer to change because she's all wet. And um, Ihan and Osman run after her mm-hmm. and they're like, Ihan's like, what the heck is going on? You need to tell me what's happening. And Sanem is basically like, don't trash my dreams. Yeah, don't rain on my parade right now. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I only I only told you I want to live in my dreams just one day. So Ihan comes out and then she's kind of like, well, because Osman comes up and Ihan's like, look, she's crazy. Mm. Something happened and she's thinking that her and John are going to be together. And Osman basically is a wonderful friend. He is. And I love him so much. And he says, why don't we just give her a break and let her do her thing? Yeah. She deserves it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she deserves does. a chance to be happy with everything she... that he knows is going to go down. Exactly. Right. She yeah. does. Osman knows. Ihan knows. They all know it's, like, going to be short-lived. And he's like, let's just let her be happy. She's mm-hmm. already gone through a lot. Let her, you know, let her have her day of happiness. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I also wrote after that, I said, can I just say that... The green jacket and swoopy hair are making me feel some kind of way that John is wearing his hair the way it's done in that green army jacket. Something about the green they've had him in the last, those last couple episodes, Mm -hmm. 10 and 11. So good. Agreed. Oh my gosh. With his tan and, you know, just the color of his hair. Yeah. It just all works into that, that woodsman kind of cabin, you know, the camping kind of vibe that they have going on. Yes. You're giving so, me all kinds of key phrases I want to, I want to use. Have at him. Have at him. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just leaned back against a leather chair and it made a really weird noise. <laughs> okay, Anyways, so, moving so they're, on. Yeah, so they're frantically trying to get people to come t- for the reshoot. And yes. then what... One thing I hadn't noticed the first time. Oh, I wonder if you're going to say the same thing. The makeup I wrote, artist? Yes. I said something I never noticed before. Did you catch this, Jessica? The. Okay. When Goulise is trying to get the make, get a makeup artist to come back. Right. And she says to John. Oh, it's the one from Arzu's. It's Arzu's makeup oh, artist. And yes. he's like, oh, the one, the one with, with the, the beard. beard. Yeah. He's like, no, we don't want him. Yeah. I caught that on the, on the. The sub version that I watched okay. was just like, oh, he doesn't because he remembers them that flirting. Them he flirting was flirting at that one up. party, and he's like, oh, is he the one with the beard? No, we don't like him because she still doesn't know who Albatross is. Yes. Right. So he's he's thinking she's still 
she would still be interested if they brought mm-hmm. the, the makeup guy. He does not back. want to do anything that will derail what that, he's got happening right yes. now. And I have watched episode 11. I've probably watched four or five times. I haven't mm-hmm. watched the whole series over that many times, but I love episode 11. So yeah. I've watched it before and I have never, ever caught that oh. until I. when I watched it for this. Oh, crazy. Maybe it's how, maybe it's just because I watch by myself mm-hmm. and I'm able to, you know, um, I don't, I'm not discussing it with other people. Yeah. I, I, it was funny because he does that on more than one occasion. I think okay. oh. of saying, oh, they have beards. No, we don't, you know, like when oh. he's introducing her to his friends uh-huh. in a couple episodes when they're doing, um, the, the pictures, mm-hmm. um, he's like, oh no, you, you have a beard. We're, we're, we're going. One of his friends did. Oh, how so funny. He, it's a, it's a thing because she's interest she's looking for she's the looking albatross right. bearded the beard. albatross so he's like oh no no we're just gonna get all clean shaven men how around that's a really interesting observation because yeah. Uh, yeah i hadn't caught that before yeah neither had i so did you guys ever notice that or are you hearing about this for the first time as well yeah yeah so we get some great scenes mm-hmm. we get the grape scene oh my gosh this is why this scene alone is why this episode is my absolute favorite. It starts at the 16 minute mark if you want to go back and rewatch it, which you should. Which you should. Yep. Many many times. Couple times. And yeah, let yeah. me couple tell times you, at least. The first time I ever watched this scene, I was by myself because I had finally started watching the show that Ashley had been telling me about and I was texting her and I wish I had saved my text because I wanted to go back and find what I had written to her originally, but I freaked out i i was texting her it was probably like two in the morning and i'm like how in the world is eating a bundle of grapes between two makeup trailers so hot like <laughs> and she spits out the seeds i know how unsexy is that <laughs> but it works but it, it totally works. works she is so uncoordinated with food around him which is she- funny because she's always Hungry. hungry right <laughs> but she's so uncoordinated with food yeah and then she and she's so flustered just, obviously just deli- spits them out i'm like and he's chewing the grapes and he's uh-huh. chewing the seeds he's and he's swallowing and at like, her. but i'm like yes okay. his face is like three inches away yeah. from hers yeah. he's just and he's got these like goofy googly-eyed grins and he's loving her in that yeah. outfit he oh, stares at her when she he walks out of the trailer flower lay on uh-huh there. and he yep he's touching he's like what why do you have this what's what's with this and she tells him that it's sewn on oh it can't be taken off and he's like oh very very good he does a bye 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 and he's like he's like this outfit everything everything chokey yes <laughs> like he's actually flustered too which you don't catch very much like but it's so good it's It's so so, good i love that they're both so affected by each other Mm -hmm. i i love that he is just as affected by By her her. as she is by him right because obviously he is a glorious adonis and every woman would be affected by him Uh but he is just as you know, Twitter pated over her as she is over him. And I think that makes it so much better. Yes. Because mm-hmm. even though she's spitting out the seeds like a little fool, he's like, you're lovely. <laughs> I still like the it. Best. And I just realized, I told you guys, it's not the 16 minute mark. It's the 19 minute mark. Anyways, if you want to But still the 16 minute that. mark is pretty good because that's probably when he catches her walking, walking from the, the trailer. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So when he, he does his little... 
lean the back lean and the head and tilt, the head tilt. <laughs> making sure he gets uh-huh. every single inch of it. Yes, yep. so you're absolutely correct. The 16 That's... minute mark is probably just as good as the 19 minute mark. <laughs> so good. So good, you guys. Ooh, so yeah, uh-huh. that is. With the air conditioning. <laughs> I know. You guys, it's really hot in here right now. <laughs> I think three of us ogling over this episode. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> we didn't think that through. And it's barely the beginning of the episode I know, I know. that we're discussing. Oh yeah, we're like barely 20 minutes in. Yeah. Um, let's see. Should we talk about maybe like... So is that your swooniest? That, yes, I was going to say, we should talk about swooniest moments. Okay. That is we're, without the final scene. We usually try to leave the final scene out of our moments because right. usually those are significant. So yeah, the grape eating scene is my swooniest moment of the episode, okay. of the show. It, ugh, I just don't... I can't even formulate full sentences. I love that scene so much, so much. So, Jessica, what was your swooniest moment from the whole show? Mine is probably not until later okay. at the hammock scene. I think that's mine, too. That's I think, so good. You know, I, I don't get me wrong. I love the grape scene because you get to see that they're both in that moment. Mm-hmm. They're both. She's, like, not fighting the fact that she wants to have something mm-hmm. he's finally getting her to acknowledge that she wants something yeah they're both on the same page they're on the mm-hmm. same page yes but when she, they're on that hammock yes. and she's telling the story of artemis yes. and orion yeah i'm like in the hammock on you hear the ocean in the yeah. background yep. the beautiful sky he has a camp set up there's balloons yeah i'm like Okay, can I can I have one of those, please? Uh-huh. I and they're everywhere in Turkey. Just so you know, if can you I ever want to go visit, can I have a hammock and a John? Can I have a hammock and a John <laughs> and and um and grapes, please? Uh huh. And grapes. Mm-hmm. And Ashley, you were saying in regards to that moment, how you commented at some point that Aisha is so poetic. Yes. Art writer. Yes. And that whole story. Right. About Orion. Yes. Uh-huh. Is so um, parallel to what Son M's going through with Emre and John. Well, yes. Were you going to say something? No, I was going to go with you guys, too. Um, well, and um, this is not quite the same, mm-hmm. but because I, I screenshotted a bunch of stuff again. Mm-hmm. Um, John tells her, I'm so scared of you. Did you know that? In fact, you might be the only one scaring me. And so... You know, everybody talks about how naive Son M is, mm-hmm. but John is being getting just as surprised at his own feelings for this girl mm-hmm. as she is. For her, it's just her lack of experience. But for him, obviously, he's had girlfriends. He was with Podolan forever, but it was different. Different, and I don't know if I would say it was a shallower. It was relationship. Less than. It was a less than relationship. It's a less than, but I believe it's also because he's such a world traveler. Mm-hmm. Right. He can't trust that much. Mm-hmm. It's right? not like he yes. didn't it's not like he didn't want to be with Pullen mm-hmm. because he he had been with her for three years. When he has talked about that she is special to him she and they've is seen special. each other through a lot. Right. right. Which is fantastic, but that also shows that he hasn't been in any meaningful relationships yeah. that have tested his heart. Yeah. And for this relationship, which he doesn't know what a big, how big of a test it's really going to be. Mm-hmm. And then Sanem being that innocent, but being that 
thing that could actually break his heart. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it that he's not he's not in that place where he wants to he wants it. He he knows that it should, this girl is special. Yeah. But he's just like, "Oh, I'm still going to be able to get it because I'm charismatic and people fall and and, and I, I'm a nice guy." And mm-hmm. he, he's really having to work so many different points that he doesn't realize that the breaking of the heart thing is going to, is is more prominent and more a bigger idea than mm-hmm. what ever could have been. Yeah, he's more at risk in this relationship. Yeah. Yeah, and he says, I don't know, you're like the wind. I can't hold you in my hands. You're mm-hmm. too much, actually. Right. And so I feel like that comp- that totally parallels what you were just saying. Right. Oh, crazy. And I believe I, that's probably why that that scene is so meaningful and so yeah, powerful it is. because you're seeing John being vulnerable, very vulnerable yeah, very. where these guys in, in these shows and even in real life, they don't show, they don't show their vulnerability. Right. And for him to say that to yeah. this young girl mm-hmm. is like, you could really hurt me yeah. if you don't handle my heart with care. I'm handling your heart with care. Mm-hmm. But it has to be reciprocated. Yeah, mm-hmm. he even tells her it feels like you might misunderstand what I say and all of a sudden run away again or ask me to leave. Yeah. Oh, that was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. And then she realizes, gosh, I've already hurt him. And she apologizes. I about love when that she day. says that. I'm so sorry about that day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then they're like, anyway, we're not going to let's keep that in the past. Mm-hmm. And, and then, um, they I like when she asks he's so cute he says are you comfy uh-huh <laughs> would you like to lie down I think it would be comfier come here lie down <laughs> anything to get her on that hammock with him <laughs> well and I love when she asks do you have a favorite star and he's like mm-hmm. I don't but I can tell by the way you ask that uh-huh. you must and she says oh it's Orion's belt yep and he and goes he's like Oh, you don't just have a favorite star. You've picked a whole constellation for yourself. <laughs> so cute. And just to refresh you guys, the story of Orion when she tells him, uh-huh. it's very similar to the situation she's in with John and Emery, where uh, Orion has a jealous brother, mm-hmm. a girl, Ar- Artemis, Artemis, yep, is in love with Orion. Yep. She's tricked by the jealous brother and basically physically injures Orion. Yeah. Whereas Sun M's not physically injuring John, but she was tricked into doing things that are going to be hurtful to right. him when and if he finds out about them. Right. And it was the same with Artemis. And the same Orion with Artemis. was out in the ocean mm-hmm. and the brother told her, like, put on a contest for her because she was a great archer. Which John says, oh, a woman with a bow and arrow. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, okay, I want you to hit that point out there with your arrow. And it ends up being Orion. Yeah. So. So, and he says to her, oh, another sad story from you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. So I, I agree. That was my swooniest too. Mm -hmm. And then at the end when he's like, no, just five more minutes, just five more minutes, please. Yeah. And it's five more minutes turns into all night sleeping in the hammock. How does morning always come so early with you? Yes. I love when she says that. Oh my gosh. So cute. I always, I I couldn't write it down Mm -hmm. because I was, um, listening somewhere else but how she said why does time always go so by so fast with you or I'm I'm not in my I don't I come to recollect something Mm -hmm. different or the time goes so fast with you I think that's what it was but still it was like oh that's perfect I know 
and because Eileen has stirred the pot with Mm. Polen while Mm -hmm. all this was going on, she's Mm -hmm. at the Divot household stirring the pot and saying basically like, well, you know, Sanem is everywhere John is and you basically need to go mark your territory, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Polen shows up at the set the Mm. next morning, of course. Yeah. And that leads me into my stabbiest moment. Mm. Yes. Because there are, you know, there are plenty of things to get mad at. Oh. I think it, I think our mind was the same. Oh, and go ahead. I think all, I think all three well. of us are in agreement <laughs> on the actual stabbiest, most angering moment is when Polen. I said she's beating a dead horse, bringing up their years long relationship with John, like basically as a reason to stay together. Mm-hmm. And then she goes for the knockout and basically tells John, "Do you think a girl from a neighborhood like hers is suitable for you?" This girl isn't even suitable for a one-night stand with you. And poor Sonem is bringing the black coffee that Polen demanded from her. Mm-hmm. Because so, she knew. She set her up. Uh-huh. I knew Polen set that up. And so poor Sonem is behind a tree hearing all of this. And before John even responds, Sonem, like, walks off. She dumps the coffee. Like, imagine hearing something like that about yeah. yourself. Like, being said to the person you want to be with. Yeah. And it being from the girlfriend that John already said he was breaking up with. Right. That it's over. Right. She just doesn't understand it yet. Yeah. Right. But he says, I still care for her. We went through all this stuff together. So he's being super supportive and understanding of like, she thought, Pauline thought that this relationship was going in a different direction. Right. John stopped it. Mm -hmm. Being the good guy. This, that same, this, the same scenario, the same instance, that is when, I mean, it had been coming, Mm -hmm. but at that point, all respect for Pollen was wrong, was, was gone. Yes. I was like, I could understand her being rejected. Yep. Mm -hmm. I could understand her feeling sad and depressed Mm -hmm. after putting so much time into the relationship. Yep. But that right there is a cheap shot. It's the cheap Mm -hmm. bitchy woman Mm -hmm. that, you know, just trying to get, yeah. Don't, don't, as women, we need to bring each other up. Right. If you're not happy in a relationship, don't go after a guy that doesn't want you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That was so wrong. That's the other thing I couldn't understand is who wants to be with someone that you have to convince that hard to be with you. Yeah. He's been very, very clear in telling her, look, it's over. I'm always going to care about you, but this isn't going to work. Right. Yep. It's not going to work. And for it to be such a difference of position and for her to be so vocal about that uh-huh. was like, I'm better than her. I have yeah. a PhD. I'm yeah. pretty. I can do bow and arrow. I can do this and mm-hmm. that. Yeah. She's just from a neighborhood and she's a grocer. Yeah. Yep. That doesn't matter. Yeah. And yeah, that was, that was it for me. Yeah. I, I, I made sure that that was the point for me that uh-huh. she was not redeemable. There is yep. no way to redeem her and she is no longer a sympathetic character in nope. any no. way. Not at, at all. all. Not at all. Yeah. The good thing about that scene is that it leads into Sunem declaring war on yes. Polen. On skinny skinny Polen. Polen and, <laughs> yes. and JJ's like, oh, skinny like, Polen, I like this. He's oh, like, uh-huh. that's great. <laughs> oh, so man. the whole war thing, oh, it's so good. So, so good. So because good. at that point, she's like, all right, I'm going to be glued to his side the whole day. We're yep. reshooting this commercial. And she, like, swoops in and sits down next to John right before Polen's about to. Yep. And, 
you know, of course, everyone else is looking at her like, what the heck is this Aaron's girl doing <laughs> sitting like next to the boss? Yeah. But she just doesn't care. Nope. She just doesn't care. Yeah. She wants her day. She wants her time with him. And at this point, she's not concerned about the fact that people are going to be watching or talking like she right. has been in the past. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because Sanem's parents are there as yes. well. Yes. So they're like, uh, right. why is Sanem sitting next to Jambe? Like, oh, yeah. naive girl. She must what have a crush. She's like, what is she doing? Why? Is... And even Baba Nihat is, mm-hmm. is like, Sanem, you need to come over and sit with us. And she's like, yeah. no, Baba, I'm okay. Yeah. And JJ, so like, when, JJ <laughs> when JJ tries to take her off. I love their friendship. Oh, oh it's that's the best. one of the best things mm-hmm. that makes my heart so beautiful. You just swore mm-hmm. is the relationship and just how funny they are. Together. Especially later yeah. in the episode. Yes. I mean, we'll get there, but yes. right. at the opera house, their friendship. Oh, oh I know. Yeah, it's so love sweet. It. Yes. We probably say this like once every other episode, how much we love JJ yeah. and how we all need to have a friend like JJ yes. and be a friend like JJ. Yes. He defends yep. her. Yep. He protects her. Yes. Yes, but and they're also so funny. they also so have that kind of like bratty brother and sister dynamic. Absolutely, yes. like you were brother saying when, when he's trying to like drag her yeah. away, and they're kind of fighting. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's this episode so or is it another episode where they go to John's house and she's telling JJ to ring the doorbell and they're doing the slap. And they wind oh, up. Oh, like, it's yeah. later. Yes, it must be later. I apologize for <laughs> no, okay. no, letting okay. the thing out that's of the bag, okay. but. Just no. all of their interactions like yeah, that uh-huh. from the very beginning have been yes. just the best, best, best. Yeah, and yeah. they're just getting closer and closer, yeah. and it's uh-huh. so good. And he's always stuck up for her. Yep. And... So good. Yes. Oh, man. So good. Um, I also always love to point out anytime John is schmoozing her parents uh-huh. because of how adamantly against he is anytime Poland brings up her mom and, like, coming along. But like, right. oh, do, do you want to come along to my mom? For... Uh, but he will Baba do anything. Uh huh. Yep. He will do anything for Sonam's parents. Mm-hmm. So it's like that already speaks volumes yes. about how he feels. Right. He's like, you don't even want to be around this girl's mom who you have known forever. Mm-hmm. But man, Mevkube calls and wants you to come do some taste testing. You show up. I'm right there. Yep. You notice in they, a hurry. In a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> you notice they need some schmoozing because they seem to be concerned about Sonam on set, and he swoops right in. And it's like, oh, no, Sanem's been great. We're, you know, getting work done and kind of smooths all that Even over. Even when they were going to have to stay the night, mm-hmm. you know, when Mevkabe is video chatting with Sanem and she's trying to show, oh, look, Osman is here and Muzo's mm-hmm. here and everybody's here. And then John comes in and there she's like, oh, John, babe. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're there? Oh, I trust you to take care of her. You're, it's oh, fine. Yes. Yeah. I love their, that John Bay, Mevkabe, uh-huh. um, Dynamic. Love, love, mm-hmm. love, tri- love uh, triangle. Not a triangle, but I love it. Yes. Yeah. They just, yeah, there's just something, there's a special little bond. Yes. Mm-hmm. With them. It's so beautiful. Um, And at the end of the day, when Sanam is basically like, I need to do whatever I can to keep Polen and John from being alone. And he's driving both of them home. <laughs> And she's trying to, well, first of all, she's trying to, like, keep the conversation in her control. So she's yeah, just right. talking about, oh, I like physics, and I do it on the weekends, and I this, and I that. I just don't have a lot of time on and, the weekend. Yeah. But when they're driving towards Sanem's house, and she goes, um, Jambe, yes. don't forget you have a speed phobia. You need to slow down. Because when he was driving her home at the end of episode seven or eight, uh-huh. 
because that's when she was quitting and he did, right. wasn't going to ever see her again. And so he's driving super slow to keep uh-huh. her in the truck with him. And I love that that comes back into play. And she's like, oh, you better slow down. You're afraid of speed. <laughs> and and it's hilarious because every time she is going crazy with her insanity this episode, mm-hmm. he goes right along with her. He does. And he's like, oh, that's right. Yes, I remember now. That's right. <laughs> Uh-huh. And Paul so ends the total third wheel in that car, oh, and I love it. Absolutely, and that smile. Oh my oh, gosh, that smile. smile he gives her when he drops her off, mm-hmm. and oh it's just gosh. like with those glasses and his hair swooped, mm-hmm. and he just that blinding smile. It's like this and it's like there, cheesy because he's so smitten. Nothing. There is nothing else in that universe except for him and Sanem in yeah. front of him, uh-huh. and then Sanem sees it. But she's still kind of like hesitant because she's like, oh, well, Pullen's right there. But she sees that grin and her grin is just as big and yeah. grin and cheesy. And I'm like, oh, this girl is up to trouble. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So, so good. <laughs> and they're guys. both stalling at that point, right. too, because John tells her, oh, make sure you tell Mevkebe that I said hi. And she's like, oh, I'll tell her that you say hi. You will. All right, then. Well, and then even when they pull up. And Son M's still talking. She doesn't even realize they've pulled up to her house. And John's like, oh, don't worry, Son M. We still have a long ways to go before we get to your house. You still have a bit of a walk ahead of you. <laughs> and it's right there. But it's right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Paula just goes, John, John. And he's like, oh. Uh-huh. It's a big old grin out of the face. Oh, my God. Now, okay, I'll ask you guys. When Son M, after they pull away... And clearly a light bulb turns on in Sanem's head that she decides that John is throwing Sanem, or I'm sorry, John is throwing Polen a surprise birthday party. Right. Do you think that was, at first I was like, okay, what was the whole purpose of that? Do you think that was just to keep them from making any plans between just the two of them for her birthday? Because part of me was like, why would you be like, oh, hey, Gulise. John throwing Polen a surprise birthday party. Tell everyone to come. Like, why would you want to plan a birthday party for your this guy you like for his ex girlfriend? So, do you think it was a ploy? Like, well, now she can't make private plans for them because yes. there's a surprise party yeah. that everyone's going to be at. Absolutely. Okay. Because yeah. now there's no way they'll be alone. Okay. Because right. the and first Billy... few. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, yeah. The first few times I watched that episode, I always was like, I don't understand why she did that because she's doing something nice for her, but. Yeah, it makes sense yeah, that it's no. just to keep them from doing anything, just the two of them. Mm-hmm. And I think that the reason that she went to Gulis is because Gulis is the is the office yep. gossip. Um, gossip. gossip. So if one person knows, everybody is going to know with her. Yeah. So I think it was a very smart way to yep. get everybody there because you know that Pauline just wanted it to be her and John. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Because she kept saying, "Oh, we're going to talk later. We're going to we're going to be alone together. We're going to talk about this alone together." We're going to be alone to talk, right? She made yeah. it very clear yes. to say yes. that they wanted to be, and she wanted to be alone. That she... reminds me, back when they were talking, before she says that horrible thing about Sun M, when she says, okay, John, fine, I accept what you're saying, which it's like, okay, we've heard this song and dance before. Right. But I just have one request from you, that you would spend time with me yes. between now and tomorrow. And exactly. I'm like, woman, you already asked this of him. Yeah. You asked this of him two episodes ago when you got here. Like, okay, we'll just spend the next couple days with me, us just hanging out, then make a decision. And now you're asking him that again. Like, you're literally beating a dead horse. Like, move on. You're starting to look pathetic. And Absolutely. didn't Sanem hear that part of the conversation, she, too? 
Paulen oh. made sure to say it in the truck. Yes. Because right. Paulen said, We're going to talk alone and we're going to uh-huh. for my birthday. So oh, she said okay. it in front of Sanem, yeah. I think, to get the jealousy going. Yep. Because John had to have said, Yes, I understand. Mm-hmm. We, we said we were going to talk. Right. But Paulen is making sure that it's included in the birthday mm-hmm. and that it's alone and that okay. Sanem hears yep. that they're going to be alone. Yep. That's okay. that's what I got out and of. And now the birthday plans. And now yes, that's that why the birthday plans. Which was a smart move on Sanem's right. part. Yep. When they were walking up to John's house, mm-hmm. even JJ is like, why are you throwing a birthday party for Sanem? Or, I'm sorry. Why are you throwing a birthday party for Paulette? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this when she is your enemy? Mm-hmm. Why yeah. are we being nice to her? Because we don't like her. Even yeah. JJ was like, and I love that JJ what doesn't even know doing? why we don't like her because we he just doesn't know we know don't anything. like her. Mm-hmm. He's just more like, oh, she's your enemy. She's my enemy. Right. I love it. Yes. And that went goes back to after they got back from the beach. Mm-hmm. And JJ is like, Sanam is copying John's gestures Movement. again. And, and he he's like, what is wrong with yeah. you? But he just goes with it uh-huh. because he loves her. Yeah. And he just supports her. And... Yeah. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to schlep these heavy freaking pillows around and go with Pollen and get try and get made by an arrow and yeah. set up for a party that I, I don't, don't even, even get, get to, to go, go to. to. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, also, my question is, because John, I said it with air quotes, is throwing this party, how is all this stuff getting paid for? Because he doesn't actually know he's throwing the party. So where's all the money coming from for all these decorations and the catering and, and that all just keeps come roll that comes rolling in the house. It's their special quote unquote agency funds. I guess they can, I guess they don't so. have any money, but they can take the entire company out for dinner uh-huh. and yeah. dancing and drinks and yeah. fancy parties. So it's probably part of his special fund. <laughs> okay. Lisa and Sanem have access to those. I apparently, guess. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess. And, and maybe JJ would too, since they're, yeah, Errand. Yeah. People. Yeah. Errand boys. Tri boys. Yeah. <laughs> Office boys. Office mm-hmm. boys. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, then we have Pollen for some reason showing off her archery skills. Which, of course, makes Sanem recall, oh. recall <laughs> when John says that he loves a woman with a bow and arrow. Yeah. So she gets the wrong idea <laughs> and she thinks that she has to <laughs> compete. Yes. And I love what John says after she makes her first shot. That's the best part. I took a screenshot. I don't want to get it wrong. So obviously Sonem has probably never... She's probably never shot a bow and arrow in her entire life. Even though her grandfather and her grandfather and her Mm great-great-grandfather and her (laughs) great-great-grandfather have shot bow and arrows. I'm like, oh, really? You're going to shoot somebody in the butt, though, but... You're very proficient. At yeah. Arrow. So she's like, I don't know where it went. And he says, you hit the ant. Where? <laughs> you hit the ant on the ground. You hit it. It's there dying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. The best. Oh and JJ's no help either. He's like, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Speaking of JJ, can we put a pause on this party prep? And go back to when poor JJ and Ihan are turning in all the camping gear. Yes, and he spills right. his guts. And poor guy has finally lost it. Yes. Because Ihan is just not catching any of the clues. He She's is throwing even more her way. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
and he like explodes. He <laughs> he's just like, well, because he gets all persnickety and impatient with the cashier guy mm-hmm. and Ihan's like what the heck is wrong with you this guy like please excuse him like I don't know what's wrong with my friend here and he just turns around and like lets her have it and he's like well maybe he just doesn't understand things or he's not trying to he doesn't get what I'm saying and and maybe I have feelings for you and maybe the, and he's just going on and on and on and in his JJ craziness and she's like what and he's like I, I fell in love with you and she's like love what what kind of love like and she's like, I'm a life coach, but I basically have no idea about this. You know, yeah, I like you. I mean, why wouldn't I like you? You're a nice guy. You're funny. Right. She's just trying to kind of process it. But she is clearly overwhelmed. Uh-huh. And But poor JJ's just so happy that he got this off his chest. He feels yeah. like he can breathe again. And he feels good that he finally admitted it. He's like walking around the store and he's like, oh, hey man, yeah, you should buy that jacket. It looks really good on you. And he walks up to the cashier and is like, so sorry for how I was earlier. You probably deal with all kinds of crazy people. Good job. Keep doing, keep up the good work. Like, and he's just this like relieved. Finally he's got just, it off my chest. Yes. And then the best is when he goes and feeds the pigeons. Yes. He yeah. steals the food from the, the other people. <laughs> And he does it, and he's flinging it at all, and then he's, he's spinning his around. Big arc of his hand, and he's spinning it around. It's like Ashka, my love, Ashka. I finally told her, and I'm like, I love you, JJ. I know, I love you, JJ. But then poor Ihan's like up in her room. She's like, and she's just trying to rem- like go over everything in her head, and she's like overwhelmed. But you can tell she's happy because she's like smiling, but right. she's also like crying, like she doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah, and she's yeah. trying to deal with. The feelings. Yes. Yeah. And what they mean. Yeah. So I'm excited to see where that goes. But right. I feel yeah. like we needed to point that out. Because yes, that was a no, big that's moment a good, for it Icon was. and yes. JJ. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. And JJ finally just was able to tell her outright. And after all his big, huge dropping of hints. And can we also visit before the party? Sanem in the kitchen at home. <laughs> trying to make the chikofte. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because poor girl. Obviously this... Is it Chigkofte? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Obviously, it's symbolic of something much bigger. It's right. not just her making some raw meatballs. Right. Because her mom's like, well, or actually Niha is like, why don't you let mom make those for you and you can bring them to the party? Yeah. Right. And she's like, no, I I need to make them. I she need says, to do it. This is my war. This is my war. <laughs> and yes. they're kind of like, okay. And then when as she's still attempting to make them and adding all this crazy spice and all this stuff. Mevkabe is trying to talk with her mm-hmm. and, you know, has a, has a sweet talk with her, you know, but she basically is like, well, I just want you to know as you're making these meatballs that, you know, not sometimes not everything goes the way we want it to because obviously they're suspicious that she has a crush on John. Right. But she's also trying not to bring it up in an obvious way. So she's right. talking about the meatballs and maybe the way you're going about this isn't going to cu- get the results that you want, but really she's trying to talk about you know, sometimes that's how it is with love too, by the way, you know, yeah. and she's like, mom, what are you talking about? And I just need to make these meatballs and I will do it and I will accomplish it. And, you know, Mevka is like, of course you will. And, um, and it's, it's kind of a sweet mother daughter moment. She's trying to encourage her, but also protect her heart. Um, but Sanem's just like not having any of it. She's like, nope, I'm going to make these meatballs. They're going to be good. And I'm bringing them to the party. <laughs> so now we're back at the party prep. We just had the archery debacle. 
and uh, Poland still being her just nasty self. Like, trying. well, then she's she does a stupid thing with her dress zipper. Ugh. Oh yeah. She's Please. like she unzips it and then walks out and is like, John, I can't get my dress zipped. But good old Sondam's like, oh, I'll do it. John's hands are way too big. And he, like, holds his <laughs> he hands up. <laughs> oh, yes, right. Yes. I forgot. I would have zipped it up way with way too much energy. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, mm-hmm. So Sondam actually zips her dress up. Polen does not get what she wanted out of that. Which, again, hello, Polen. He's not falling for mm-hmm. this stuff. Right. He's not mm-hmm. running from what Sondam is saying. He's going along with it. If he really wanted to zip up your dress, he would have said, no, Sanem, don't worry about it. I'll take care of uh-huh. it. Right. But he doesn't want to do that. Nope. And I love then that she's like, um, John Bay, can I speak to you in the kitchen? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'm guessing this is very urgent, right? And she's like, of course, it's very urgent. <laughs> and they go into the kitchen <laughs> the where she, scene. this is a, such a good scene, too. It's I don't know so what the category great. it would fall into, but. I thought it was hilarious. I think it's just straight hilarious. It, it, it's probably the funniest scene. I mean. And shows how much she loves. He is like Twitter pated with her. Yeah. Yes. Twitter pated. Yes. Twitter pated. Like is. 100%. Because, yeah, let's talk about that scene. What happens? So, <laughs> so she brings out the kofte that she makes him. And. <laughs> He's really excited, and she's so excited because she made it especially for him. Mm-hmm. And she knows that he loves raw meat, even though I guess these are technically vegan because yeah. it's bulgur. Yeah, meat. they don't have. Meat. Yeah, there's no meat anyway. And he also is excited because he's eaten mefka-based food before. That's right. And she and he loves her mm-hmm. food, so she's like, he's like, like her mother, daughter. Like daughter. Her daughter's going to have just as much right. talent as her mother. I mean, it can't be anything less. Right. Mm-hmm. So he takes a bite. Not just he do, he picks out the he, biggest yes, one. Yes, he the does on one. purpose. And he I think he even says that, doesn't he? Uh-huh. Oh, I'll take this one. I'll take the biggest one. And he's chewing and you just see his face change. And he says, "Did you get Did it? you okay. do this on purpose?" <laughs> Were you aware that you were doing this by making it this bad? And they're both smiling like uh-huh. two idiots. <laughs> he says, or did you accidentally do it? How did it be so bad? And she says, it's really bad, isn't it? And he says, so bad. And they're both smiling at each other. And she tells him, I put a lot of hot spice in it. He's like, mm-hmm. And he tells her, I haven't eaten anything worse than this. I couldn't even imagine such a bad thing. And she says, I did follow a recipe, and it still turned out this bad. And I was wondering if, if they were just... Because sometimes you get subtitles that aren't exactly... Accurate. Accurate. Right? We've had quite a few of those memorable uh-huh. ones. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, they're pretty accurate about what they uh-huh. said. Oh, so It was funny. hilarious. And, and then she realized. And then but yeah, they're them, smiling like these little yeah. dorks the And they're whole just time. like, and he keeps eating it. He doesn't <laughs> uh-huh. stop. No. He, he keeps he going. He keeps going. He says, well, it's really mad. Like and then he must have gotten like a chunk of spice or something uh-huh. because he starts going. Coughing. He's just coughing. Yeah. And then she's like, oh. <gasps> Jambe, oh my god, Jambe, gets him some water. I'm like, that is not going to help. But the best part is when she says, please, don't keep eating it if it's that bad. And he says, I will eat it for you. Like, 
Like how you eat everything for your loved one. Oh my god. I'll eat it. So melt me yeah. right there. Yeah. So he'll even eat her terrible, awful food. <laughs> oh goodness. Because <laughs> he so loves good. her that much. Yeah. I know. And he That's keeps love. eating it. He does. He keeps eating it. He doesn't, he doesn't just take one bite. No. He eats the well, whole dang he, thing. He, even even when after she... she left. Yes. Yes. He still keeps I'm like, okay, if somebody left, I'm throwing it away. Yes. He keeps eating it. He keeps I'm it in like, the fridge. Right. And he keeps eating the piece in his hand. Yep. yep. Because yeah. even he clearly knows that those disgusting meatballs were symbolic of something yeah. much bigger. Right. Yep. And yeah. <laughs> And I love how she says she puts it in the fridge before she runs off to home. She's like, okay, well, since you love them so much, we'll just keep them here in the fridge. Mm-hmm. And you keep them only for yourself. Don't let anybody yes. else eat them. And he's like, sure. Uh-huh. Okay. I will. I'll make sure I don't share I'll these with sure. anyone. Because I don't want anybody to sue me and die. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So good. Can we talk about one other little thing? Yes. I absolutely love it. I love the relationship between John and JJ. Because JJ is like so in awe, scared, mm-hmm. worried about anything that John does, uh-huh. but he respects him yeah. and he will do anything for him. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. he JJ loves John so yeah. much, and John I think looks upon JJ as that little brother that he doesn't know. Not like Emray is a little mm-hmm. brother because he's self sufficient and he doesn't look upon. He doesn't look up to John to do anything. Right, right. But JJ is like that little brother that he feels like he needs to guide yeah. and, and, and show him like he did with the photography mm-hmm. and just yes. show him things and be and, and entrust him to the, the thing that was at the theater later that night. Yes. So I just love John and JJ's I relationship. Yeah. I really think that it's a special relationship, even though that most of the time it's funnier than anything because it's uh-huh. just... John is like so serious, so serious, and then you got J- JJ is like, oh yeah, okay, let's go, let's, uh-huh. let's do it, like a little squirrel. Yeah, I yes. just have to say, I absolutely love that relationship. I totally agree, and it seemed like we got some good moments between the two of them in this episode, yes. which are more on the rare side, right? Right, at least at this point. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I I agree. So good. Um, what else? Oh, earlier before the party, of course, when John's reviewing all of the footage for the commercial oh yes. gosh and he's editing and he just keeps rewinding to the parts where sanem pops into view and mm-hmm. the way he's laughing like he's so entertained by her yes he is enamored with her she cracks him up mm-hmm. because she's not i mean she's just you know she's just doing her job but she's being goofy and yeah oh but just the way he responds to that it's just yeah Gosh, you get so many of those good little moments, like where he's just watching her from afar or recalling things, and he's just smiling and he's so happy about it, and almost like he's like, "Is this girl even real? Like, what in the world?" And then, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. And then she calls him, and he, first of all, he wants her to come and join him as he's editing, uh-huh. and then he's like, "Okay, well then, just call me a lot." Yes. Because yes. she says, oh, it's too late for me to, to leave the house, probably. And he says, okay, then just call me a lot. Just I'll be here all night. Just call me a lot. Just call me. I think that it's also a continuation of John taking 
f- the photos of Sanam, mm-hmm. like at the yes. very first at the very first get together mm-hmm. where he's taking a picture of her with, with the, the daisy flower, flower crown, crown mm-hmm. or you know dancing or just watching her, mm-hmm. or then when she became the model and she was mm-hmm. and he was taking candid photos there, and then I think that's just a continuation of how he loves seeing how much she loves life yes because she emotes that she's so happy and Mm -hmm. she just she's so pure and he wants to capture that any way he can yeah and seeing it live and not in just a still picture right Mm -hmm. i think for him is just he that's why i love just that goofy little grin while he's he's watching her it's just just it's so good yes he does so good oh man you guys, and, so many good moments in this episode. Why, so uh, good. That's why I love this episode because you get to see their hard eyes for each yes. other uh-huh. so much in this episode. Yep. It's like they've finally let down their barriers. They're finally showing it off to each other at mm-hmm. least, if not necessarily to the entire world. But their feelings are so obvious mm-hmm. and it's wonderful. Um, let's see. Um, I guess a little side note. We've been doing a lot of John M stuff. Um we see a lot more that we see how much in this episode, we really see how much Layla clearly has a crush oh, on Emery. Yeah. yeah. Because they made their plans to go yeah. have a chia, chia salad, salad together. Yeah. Right. And she calls him because she's been waiting for his call. And she's like dressed and ready to go. And then she decides to go wait at the coast. Mm-hmm. Osman has called her to see if she wants to go have tea or get something to eat so he can talk to her about something. Because I think he was maybe ready to finally share his feelings right. with that her. Was his plan. So sad. And she's like, I can't. I have plans. Well, then she winds up at the coast. She calls Emray and is just like, hi, Emray, bae. Like, I, you know, I just wanted to see if we were still going to grab, you know, our chia salads. Like, she's trying to sound very. promised her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's trying to sound very casual about it. Yeah. And he answers the phone. He's in bed with yeah. Eileen. Yeah. And he's We're like. We're all rolling our eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, yeah. All three of us just rolled our eyes when I said that. And, you know, he's like, oh, Layla, I totally forgot. And. <sighs> Stupid. Ugh, he's such a snake. So Ugh. icky still. So icky. And. And clearly she's so icky on that because she smirked (gasps) after, after he said that, that smirk was just like, Mm -hmm. I don't understand. She just twists, she can twist things. Mm -hmm. So with, with how she was doing it with Pauline and then on here, Uh she's just reveling in the fact that she Uh knows that Layla was disappointed and hurt. Yeah. And, you know, of course, Layla then tries to recover by saying, oh, no, no, I know it's late. You know, I didn't mean to call and bother you. But my friends and I were thinking of going there. I was just hoping you could send us yeah. the address. And, you know, and he's like, okay, I'll send it to you. And she's like, thank you. You know, see you tomorrow or see you Monday, whatever. Hangs up. Bursts into tears. Yeah. Poor Osman sees her mm. and is like, Layla, what happened? And, yeah. you know, I'm basically, I said, poor, I said, our sweet baby angel Osman comforts her. And she can't. Because he's the best. Because he's the best. And she can't yeah. even see what's in front of her because he's like, Layla, I would never let someone cry like that. Like, you're not an idiot. Because she's like, I'm such an idiot. I this. He said, you're the smartest woman I know. And he's ready to go out and punch a fool for her. Oh, yeah. And then. He is just ready to go beat whoever. Like, who upset you? Who did this? Like, right. yeah. And then he finds out it's Emre. And the poor guy just looks deflated after that. Yeah. Like, it's not just any guy. It's her boss. Like. Yes. And he also knows what a jerk he is. Because Sanem has told him. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. am I getting that right? 
Yeah. Does, does yeah, Ozma Sanem know already that yeah. Sanam has been working with Emre? Uh-huh. Yeah, she's so he, shared okay, that stuff with so him. Okay, so Ozma knows what a jerk Emre is, uh-huh. and this girl that he's been in love with since childhood yeah. is, is, falling is, for him. Is, is in love with mm-hmm. the one that's yeah. making his sister's, her sister's life yeah. miserable. miserable. Because and he's, he's a horrible person. around Emre, mm-hmm. and he notices that at the shoot. Right. He's like, wow, Layla is always around Emre Bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, poor guy. I feel poor so Ozma. bad for him. Like he's finally ready to like bear his heart. Yeah, he's like the underdog of the century. Yes, and it's crazy that he's an underdog. I know, and he doesn't see. I know Not that I would want him to go and look at all the fawning girls that come to the, right. the butcher's mm-hmm. place because then that would just cheapen his right. the the love that he has for Layla. Yes, because he sees that she. So many, especially in our group, there were so many of the women that are like, God, Layla, you're so self-centered. You're mm-hmm. so full of yourself. You don't see what's going on with your family. You're you're trying. This is one thing that I didn't enjoy is like people are saying you're trying to exceed your station. Why should anybody try not to exceed yeah, their right. station? She's working hard. She has a degree. Mm-hmm. She's good at what she does. Why yeah. shouldn't she feel that she's above what she what she can be. Right. Yeah. She's, she can... she's confident enough to go after it. Yeah. So, and he still supports that. He designed those meatballs to be vegan for her. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So. He sees her potential. He wants her to continue regardless, to grow. Yeah. Regardless if she knows he's in love with her. Yeah. yeah. So, I feel bad because who hasn't, who hasn't had that one-sided love thing? Yeah. Right. Yeah, we've all been on one side or the other right. of unrequited love. Yep. And both sides of it suck, honestly. Like, if right. you're the one who loves someone who doesn't love you back, right. or if you know someone has feelings for you that you don't that have, you just right. don't return. It's so, or it you don't hard. even know it like she does. Right. She doesn't right. have no idea until later on. Right. right. Yeah. Or so she says. She... Part of me is like, I think you do know, but you whatever. Know, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know think she's if just she's, I, I think that she's just. They were, all of them were childhood friends. Yeah. I don't think that she, I want to honestly believe, mm-hmm. I think that the way that they portrayed her, the writers did, portrayed her as not knowing. So she's just not clued in. I think she's okay. just not clued in because yeah. she doesn't feel that way. They're right. childhood friends. And that, yeah, I can relate to that because as a kid, I w- made friends with boys really mm-hmm. easily. I was right. kind of a tomboy. Right. And so think i mean obviously layla's older but even thinking into kind of the teenage years mm-hmm. when the feelings kind of start coming i could i wouldn't have ever known if any of those boys suddenly had a crush on me right i would have been totally clueless to it so yeah and i can look back now yeah. and there's a couple times i think even you had told me about someone specifically and i was like what are you talking about right. like you're out of your mind that guy does not like me and then Sure enough, he did, and it was this weird, awkward, like... Exactly. So, you're right. Yeah. Uh, you're right. She She's allowed to be clueless. I guess... I think so. I think, it's I think I'm a little... to to deny it, too. Yeah. Right. Because then you don't have to deal with it. It's right. true. And she probably still loves him... Right. ...as a brother. Yeah. They grew up together. she wants to keep that relationship so she doesn't the way want it to, is. Right. Yeah. And she doesn't want to hurt him, and yeah. that dynamic and that family that they have, because they are a family. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, Osman and Ivan... Their parents died. Yeah, right. So Mevkabe and Nihad have kind of taken them in. Right. And so being that family thing, even if she has an idea, I think it's easier for her to gloss it over Mm -hmm. because she doesn't want to hurt him because she doesn't return those feelings like that. You're right. It's safer for both of them. It is. And yeah, you're right. And I think I'm just biased. As we see in later episodes of 
Yes. Right. Pretending yeah. doesn't always make it right. Right. It may it, it can sometimes make it worse. Worse. Yeah. And nope, you're in right. Very uncomfortable ways. Yeah. yeah. I so. think I'm biased just because she and Sonim don't have the best relationship. And right. so I feel like right. I already just have negative feelings towards her. Right. right. And then when you see how sweet and great Osman is, you're just like, you dummy. Like, you like this horrible snake of a boss that you can't seem to see right. what kind of person he really is. So you're right. You, yeah. You, yeah. You just, just called a, out my just, bias. <laughs> just a, I mean, but it's, I think it's a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the, the ladies that we went to Istanbul with, we all were talking about our different scenarios mm-hmm. and somebody's like, oh, well, this and this and this. But I'm like, well, what about, you know, looking at it from this way? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. like, you know, when you, you, it's great that you think of it that way, but right. when you think of it a different way of mm-hmm. like, hey, maybe she's just not stuck up. Maybe she's just so focused on becoming more. Yeah. She's not ambitious. that there's right. Not that there's anything wrong with being a grocer's daughter or right. having a right. grocery because she really supports her parents on that. She doesn't yeah. look down upon them, mm-hmm. but she just wants more for herself. Yeah. yeah. And I think that disconnect between her and Sanem, because Sanem is just a simple girl. She just mm-hmm. wants to write and make her perfume. Yeah. She doesn't connect. Mm-hmm. So it's not that she's like, feels like she's better than Sanem. They just don't have that connection that they did as, right. as kids so yeah i really i really try and encourage people to see yeah from from both sides mm-hmm. and don't hate on layla I, yeah i because I, I really kind of i love her i love that they wrote her as a strong woman yeah mm-hmm. okay so she's she fell in love with emory and mm-hmm. she didn't see it okay right. when yeah. you fall in love with the bad we've guy, all yeah. loved the, the wrong time. Yeah. yeah it's okay lord knows yes lord knows <laughs> So, well, See, and, and this is exactly why we wanted to bring a guest yes. on for episodes like this because these are such monumental episodes, yeah. and it's good to have a, a third perspective. perspective. Yep. Ashley and I have known each other forever, so I think even if we have differing opinions, we can kind of already read each other's minds. It's mm-hmm. really good to have a third perspective, someone who loves the show and the characters just, just as, as much as we do, yeah. but can challenge our way of thinking yeah. and point us in a different direction. I'm so for the love and peace, <laughs> I could have I could have been a hippie. Love just, it. just love, love, love your neighbors. Well, and there's just such opposite Sanem and Layla, and it happens so often. Right, they're just two completely different personalities mm-hmm. as sisters, right. and they just, like you said, they have different goals, they have different dreams, and Layla has corporate dreams, right? Of mm-hmm. Making something better of herself. She's very ambitious. She went to the conference because of that. Emery was getting her all these connections. So she is headed in the direction that she wants to be going right. in, yeah. which is great. Whereas Sanem is very much, she's creative. She's much more on free spirit. that much more of a free spirit. Right. Exactly. Her dreams are just a little different. So that might seem like a conflict, but we've also seen Layla really support Sanem right. in these first 10 episodes. Yeah. So, you know, when the egg, the bakal together mm-hmm. and, right. you know, and they, I think they even say at some point, um, I think Layla even says, we're always going to, basically, we're always going to have each other's backs. Right. Like, I'm always going to put my sister first. Um, so I think for me, rewatching has warmed me up to Layla a lot more mm-hmm. because I was very much on the Layla's a jerk and she's selfish. And yeah, but kind of seeing those things play out again, I feel more inclined to be sympathetic to her and to see, Yay. no, she really does love her sister. Yeah. Like, they're just different. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. I'm different than my sisters. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Me too. Yeah. I think I have two sisters and I think all three of us 
are in completely different corners right. of the world. So yeah, yeah. And I don't have any sisters. I have three younger brothers. Okay. Oh. So seeing that relationship, I'm like, to me, mm-hmm. that is probably what a sister relationship would be. Okay. I'm like I know, I know that it's not always going to be there. Oh, they're best friends, and they're right. doing this together, and they're doing this together. I'm like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I like seeing that diversity of yeah. She's goal oriented. Sanem is nice and simple, mm-hmm. but there's still you could still see that Layla loves her family, mm-hmm. loves Sanem, mm-hmm. and you know even though they have differences, yeah. they still love each other. I yeah. just I really feel that underlining current yeah. of of love from from both of them, yeah. even though they know they're both different. Right. I'm 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 okay with. And that. you see it when they're in pain and when they really yes. need each other. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's a couple episodes in a few episodes mm-hmm. we're getting ready to see some yeah. some pain. Yeah. yeah. And Layla's really. Making it and and same. So yeah. comes back yep. and comforts Layla too. Yeah. So they're there for you one know, another. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I really I really love how the the. So they, it's actually a very realistic family dynamic. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's a good way of mm-hmm. thinking of it. Is that it's actually realistic. Yeah. How many times are we like? Oh, you did this to my brother or to my sister. Absolutely. Yeah. But I've probably said worse things to them. Right. But <laughs> yeah. you do it. Uh-uh. You can't. I can do it. <laughs> no way. You, you're not allowed yeah. to. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay knocking my brother off of his skateboard. But we're gonna have problems if, if you, you do, do it. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Exactly. Absolutely. Okay. Exactly. All right. I'm a Layla sympathist now. I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you very I've much. Crossed over. <laughs> All right. Well, I think Are we're we to ready the, to. I think we're to the meat of the episode, Ooh. you guys. We're in the last like 20 minutes. And Sanem, you know, has left the meatballs in the fridge. She's going home to get changed and ready for the party. So we now are switching over to JJ has left to go to the opera house. He has to get set up for what they're doing at the opera house. Mm -hmm. And Sanem and Ghoulies are now sharing a cab on the way to the birthday party. So, um, Mm -hmm. let's talk about it. So they're in the cab and And first of all sanem looks beautiful this is my favorite outfit of hers in the entire series Mm -hmm. okay um this is my all right favorite and to refresh mine is from episode four when she at the party with fabri i love her in that coral dress and her hair down and straight so i like that yours is a very different look that you love on her this is my favorite um she does look gorgeous and i would like to point out i wrote down Again, this is the first time I noticed it. Sun M is wearing white. Yes. Because that's a running theme. White seems in to the be show. a symbolic color. White seems yes. to be signed. Yep. White seems to be symbolic when she's wearing it. And obviously I knew she was wearing white because you can see it. But it, it, it like occurred to me like, oh, she is in white. Mm-hmm. So something's coming. Um, so they're in the cab. She looks beautiful. And Goulis is like you know, oh, I'm so excited about this party. You know, we're celebrating more than just a birthday. Because, and Sanem's like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, well, Polen is moving in with John. And Sanem's like, wait, what? Are you sure? And she says, yes, I'm the one who arranged the driver who brought all of her things to John's. I'm the one who also arranged for her to have an interview locally so she can get a job here. So they're moving in. Isn't that choc romantique? And poor Sanem, Obviously, why would you argue that if if your coworker is telling you I arranged all of this? Yeah, then you're gonna believe it. Especially yeah. Gulis, who is in the know of everything. everything. Yep. she knows things about things about things within that company. Right. So 
she all of a sudden is like, I'm not going to go. I feel bad that JJ's at the opera house setting up all by himself. I'm just going to go help him with that. Tells the cab to pull over and let her out. Mm-hmm. Ghoulies doesn't think much of it. She's just like, okay, I think it's weird you're being shy about that, but all right, see you later. So Sun M's on her way to JJ, um, which I love that JJ has a phobia of empty opera houses. Yes. yes. <laughs> or empty buildings. Empty buildings. And so I love that she calls him and she's like, well, I'm coming. And he's like, oh, good, because you know my empty building phobia. And she's like, well, I'll be right there. So he's like, okay, I'm going to go in. And (laughs) when she shows up, he is, I don't know, setting something up already or getting things together and walks in and he turns around. She scares the crap out of him. And he's like, am I dead? What Are you going to ask me questions? Are you going to ask me consecutive questions? Is this what death feels like? Are you an angel? And he's just going on and on. I love that he thinks he's she's an angel. Yes, yes. Goes, an angel. <laughs> she really does look like an angel, though. She looks so she beautiful, does. all the glimmering, yes. shinyness. Oh, and then he explains, "I'm sorry, I thought you were an angel. I thought I was dying. I was dead, coming to save me." So funny. So <laughs> the two of them are there, getting stuff together. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, at John's. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the party's like, happening. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not happy. Because Sunem's not there yet. Yeah. He's like, where is she? Yep. She should have been here by now. Yep. So he asks Ghoulies and she says, oh, well, she, she, I think, got upset after I told her that Pullen was staying and he, he gets so mad. Yeah. <laughs> Which, how can you blame him? Mm-hmm. He's, oh, he's ticked off and he asks her, Ghoulies, why would you say such a thing? What are you thinking? And... She tries to explain herself, explain like well, herself. all of her stuff was right. delivered to your house. And what else am I supposed to think? And he's basically tells, and he's like, Good job, just keep spreading things that you think you know and keep talking about things you have no clue about. And yeah. he's like going off on yeah. her. He's really it's upset. Like one of the first times that I'm like, Oh, you can be, you can be mean. Yeah. And I mean, I understand why he was right because otherwise he's. I think he's tolerant and he finds it funny how much she does gossip and how she gets all the information throughout the company. Right. It's kind of just mildly annoying at that point. And he uses it to his advantage. He has used it to his advantage before. Mm -hmm. But this time when it was so important, Mm -hmm. so important, you see that he's like, okay, this isn't, this isn't funny this Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This could cause real damage. Right. Well, she's, Sunem's not there. So there's, there, there's damage. Everything from the, very first moment of the episode where he got her in the water and he he they almost they almost kissed and they were so close and then the hammock and then you know and working through the commercial and every single step that they're he's thinking that they're building it together and one couple words from police just unraveled it unraveled it he was even handling you know the Palen situation with her still being there Mm -hmm. he still had sanem realizing we can still make this work. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Just stick with me. Mm-hmm. But a couple words from Ghoulies just ruined it all. And I yeah. think that was the first time when I've I've seen John. Okay, we've seen him mad before, but mm-hmm. this was just like severe disappointment. Mm-hmm. And, and Lashing he out. knew that this was, this was something big, that he had to fix it and fix it fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, good Lord, did he fix and it. And boy, does he fix it, oh. people. Maybe so. this is the swoon-worthy. I didn't think we were allowed to talk about this part, so that's why I didn't add this as my swoon-worthy part. But great googly moogly, please. 
the stomp, the 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 getting. Oh, can I? Yes, can talk I just, about it. Just the just the just the from when he's looking at his phone and he's so disappointed and he throws the phone on there. Mm-hmm. I remember. I went back. I think I told you I was going to go back and look through all of our interactions mm-hmm. on the yes. live stream when he was when he got her in the ocean and mm-hmm. then the grape scene. Oh my God. Oh my God. Every single thing is like, what is he doing? Oh my God. Are those, he's feeding her grapes. He's touching the lay. Oh my God. He's caging her in to this part is like, Oh, he's taking a shower and he's getting ready. And, and he's he putting came, on a suit. He's putting on the same yep. suit yep. from the and first he episode. Hates dressing and up he like that. Hates yes. dressing up. Yep. And seeing him prepare from the time he picks up that phone yep. when she said the one keshke. Yep. That's all it said. I that was the he only catalyst knew, he needed. He knew that this is the only way he was going to be able to repair what that happened. Mm-hmm. And he, Ashley is um, <laughs> jumping up and down in her seat right now, you guys. I've got goosebumps. <gasps> but oh. him, that layer is like that building, that layer. That's what I interpret it mm-hmm. as is he's putting on the shirt. Mm-hmm. He's putting on one necklace at a time. He puts on that vest. He buttons that vest. And then he looks in the mirror and he gets his coat on. And he's like, <sighs> all right, I am the general. I'm taking this yes. battle to that field <laughs> uh-huh. and he's got his stones in the hand and mm-hmm. he does that lovely stomp walk <laughs> down the hall. He doesn't he see totally does. anybody else. Mm-mm. And I'm sorry, caveat, I've seen that stomp walk coming towards me <laughs> and I can tell you that it is everything you want it to be. Oh my gosh. You could feel the earth move as he's walking by. He is his intent. Like that Carol King song, I feel the earth move. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. But he is intent. He yeah. has focus. It doesn't matter that he's got 100 people in nope. his yard. And Emre calls after him, but and he could not nothing. care less. I, in, oh. in my notes, I put John pieces out of that party. Yeah. Tucks on. Goal set. Confidence up. Decision made. <laughs> I wrote, John Bay is getting spruced up because he clearly has a statement to make. Enter the BDE walk. Oh, the yep. BDE walk is everything. everything. Oh my gosh. And he does it a couple times. Uh-huh. Yep. That, this is, but this that is, that is the, walk the walk of all walks. The walk. The yep. walk. He knows he's going to go get his woman yep. uh-huh. and he's Bringing her home. beautiful. Yes. Oh. It's absolutely beautiful. Yep. And meanwhile, Sanam is pouring her heart out to her best friend, oh. JJ. Yes. Can we talk about that? Yes. I love this moment. Yes. So if beautiful. He believes in fairy tales. And he says, I believe in horror stories. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's, well, he says, yes, but I also believe in horror stories. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And she then explains to him, I wrote her quote down, um, that she says, I believe the prince in the fairy tales would love me forever and have me in his heart, even when there's darkness and light. He wouldn't choose someone else over me and would find me no matter what happens. Because basically she's saying she's accepted the fact that that's not John. Right. Because he, as far as she knows, he chose Poland over her. Right. And so I love when she tells him, she looks over at him and she says, did you know that you actually started things? She goes, you know, you, the first night you told me the wrong area and I was up there. I was, you know, up in the, um, the, the VIP balcony. section in the yeah. balcony and I walked in and 
a mystery person kissed me in the dark and that's the albatross I've been looking for and yeah. that's all thanks to you. And she's not even saying it with like malice, like, you know, she's upset, even though it's not turning out how she wants. You know, she's basically like, like, JJ, you did this for me. Yeah. You know, you, I, I found this love, even if it's not being reciprocated, even, you know, even if I never actually find this albatross again. And I love that JJ looks at her and he says, um, you know, well, Sanem, you can't live without your dreams. If this albatross is meant for you, he will find you. And it's just such a sweet, tender moment between the two of them. And I think even the emotion gets to be a bit too much for him because he's like, okay, I better get back to work. (laughs) Yeah. And he kind of like scoots on out. But what's beautiful is you know that he's still in that moment Mm -hmm. because you know he leaves and then he turns on the sparkle lights Mm -hmm. or the 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 slow moving disco Mm -hmm. light for her and makes her feel like she's still in In that dream tale yes and i think for for me that was one of the most beautiful parts of jj because we have ideas about who jj really is and his little mythos and his mystery uh hometown and how everything happens but for him to still want to have Sanem in that fairy tale mm-hmm. at that time was he's such a beautiful friend. We all wanted JJ in our yeah. in our life and that was just a beautiful, beautiful portion. Yeah. yeah. And it's such a simple little gesture too yes. that you can right. easily gloss over. But right. mm-hmm. yeah. he thinks about it. Yep. So she heads up to the balcony because she wants inspired. to relive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the lights go dark and she's like, Whoa, JJ, what are you doing? <laughs> And then the red lights turn on, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, out of the mist, is a blurry figure walking towards her. Is a blurry, stomping <laughs> figure. Gliding figure this time. <laughs> oh my gosh. And and she finally, she like realizes who's there. Yep. He walks in, but neither of them say anything. Like, yep. realization dawns on her face. He's kind of smiling. And I don't think I realized, do they even exchange any words? Eventually. Oh, that's right. But- not for a while. I mean, he walks all the way in. And they don't say much no. to each other. He walks all the way in till he's facing her. And mm-hmm. she's just kind of looking at him like, what are you doing here? She's probably confused because she's like, he should be off in love with Polen. What's he doing here? Yep. But probably doesn't want to get her hopes up again. Yep. Right. And he just looks at her and says, you wrote, I wish. Uh-huh. I was curious about the rest. Yep. And she's about to say something. She takes a deep breath. She looks down, about to answer him. She recognizes his shoes. shoes. Because that's the only thing she fully saw Mm -hmm. the first night. From Albatross. Right. And to jog your memory, when she was going around looking at everyone's shoes that first episode, John had already changed back into his comfortable clothes. So when she saw his shoes, she didn't think anything of it. Right. So she sees the shoes. It clicks. Again, nothing is said. She, But that realization dawns on her face like oh my gosh you're him mm-hmm. and before she can even say anything he like pulls her in by the arms and he kisses and he her kisses her finally <gasps> finally lays one guys. honor okay so jessica you watched the show long before us because for me i got to see this when i was binging because right. um when i started watching the show i think about 19 episodes had aired so I got to binge all the way up to this. Right. I did not have to wait 11 oh, weeks for this to happen. Yeah. I don't think you did either, Ashley. You didn't have to wait a full 11 weeks because you no, didn't watch the No, I think I came in on 13. So it had, so you got to binge up to that too. Yes. So Jessica, what was it like 
Was it, like, it was flipping out? Having to we, wait week by week for that. So, honestly, and if I remember right from when I, when I went back to read through the live, uh-huh. we didn't think it was going to happen again. Because, because they have been so mean to us. Right. Uh-huh. Teasing, are they going to really kiss? Are they going to do this? The, well, the and beach, the previous episode ended the, with them yeah. just I nose yes, no, yeah, I'm like, that was close enough to a kiss that I'm like, okay, they're going to kiss. And then they didn't. So yeah. 11 episodes. And I don't think I came in. I think I came in at like maybe two or three. Okay. You still had to four. wait a good couple months for this. I still though. had to wait, you know, seven episodes yeah. before they this happened. Yeah. And... Even on the even on there when it was happening live, oh, it's not going to happen. We're waiting for Tushka Bay, Tushka Bay. Oh, yeah. or, at the, or at the time, it was the bank one. There uh-huh, was a different bank yeah. one. Or no, I'm sorry, it was the vacuum. We okay. miss we miss our vacuum because now sorry. it's Jeff to Now it's Jeff to Jeff to There was a vacuum before, so we knew, and so you know the the vacuum was a it was a blocker. Thank uh-huh. you very much. So when it actually happened, I think that there was. The hush that was heard around the world. And then the shriek. And then the shriek. And then I think we broke Facebook with, oh my God, they're really kissing. They're doing this. And I'm like, I remember watching it because I, oh, I can't remember. I think this is when it was still on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I was at work. I know that I would have had to be at work. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that somebody from one of the other, other cubicles asked if I was okay because <laughs> I think there was gasping and moaning and, oh, my God, they're finally kissing. Oh, so I love it. The, the, um, the waiting was worth it uh-huh. because it was amazing <laughs> and it was perfect. And a good slow burn like, slow, we, like we were talking about oh earlier. 11 episodes of a slow burn. Thank you very much. 11, 11 two-and-a-half two two hour episodes. Yes, uh-huh. the, correct. Yeah. Correct. It's like 11 so, movies long. Of oh, over. God. And how do they do it? 11 movies. That's, Seriously. That's like, that That hurts. Yeah. That's a lot. When that's you put it into watching. that kind of perspective, yes. like, we usually and see an longer. entire love story play out right. yeah. in imagine, an hour and a half. Imagine right? having to watch, imagine having to watch You've Got Mail 11 times before you before see you Tom Hanks see and Meg kiss. Ryan yes. kiss. <laughs> exactly. Or, hmm. you know, Sleepless in Seattle or any yes. of those other ones. But it was so good because everybody was like, oh, you know, they're they're setting up the, the previews like this because they always do it. Where right. they give you one of the previews and they showed Sanem in her beautiful white dress mm-hmm. in the opera house. So we knew that they were going to go. Mm-hmm. We knew that John Bay was probably going to be there. But we're like, they're not going to give us a kiss. Right. Why would they Especially get... if they're showing us this in a preview. Right. In a preview. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. not going to do it. They're not showing a kiss. Yeah. It's not going to happen. They're just teasing us. And then for it to happen was just like, it was all worth it. Yeah. It was all worth it. Yeah. Because it was perfect and it needed to happen. But then in the back of your head, you're like, oh God, here we go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here we go. Because... <laughs> because there's still so much unsaid. So much unsaid. Yeah. And Sanem, you know Sanem's going to start freaking out because mm-hmm. now that she realizes that her albatross is who she wanted it to be, mm-hmm. oh God, her yeah. albatross is who she wanted uh-huh. it to be. And it, it it is who it is. And it's also so the it's man like, she said could never love her. Right. Uh-huh. She's finding out that, that she loves him. Uh-huh. He loves her because obviously she figured he figured it out. Mm-hmm. And... um. I wish I was going to be here for your next episode for 11 or 12 because 
12 is kind of one of my favorites when yeah. John uh-huh. just uh-huh. lets uh-huh. loose with the wolf. That's mm-hmm. and and Ashley's so, going to have a lot to say oh next week, gosh. you guys. I I yes. already know. I already know the exact scene you're going to I'm wax poetic about. Because I'm not a very about. emotional person. Uh, yeah. In in life, I'm just not. Mm-hmm. Kristen can attest to this, but we will talk about my emotions next. Yes. I, I'm, I might just make sure that I don't have a job and I'll come back up okay. and we'll I talk about it. it okay. Because, well, we might be doing it on a weekend, so. Yeah. Yeah. Just let me know. Okay. Let me know. Because. Oh, gosh. So fun. Oh, 12. <gasps> my so wolf. Good. So that is 11, you guys. I think we're going to have a, this episode's probably going to wind up being really long. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. But we just, in, there was just so much we couldn't skip over like we can in other episodes. There were too many good moments. There were just too many we good moments just to not mention them. They're also pivotal. Yes. It's and it's not like oh, okay, you can do this, you can do this, mm-hmm. but every single portion section of this has a pivotal point because yeah. it's all important. I mean, okay, they throw in some stuff that you know yeah. you you can gloss over. But this episode is so pivotal to what comes after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has to be done. It has you have to show you know, how she's willing to take that chance and have, give one day with him. Yeah. Right. And he talks her into more. And then, you know, that whole thing with Pollen is a, is is really pivotal, too, because that right. changes. Sanem's like, okay, fine. It's war. Yep. Uh-huh. It's on. Because she really was being very nice and gracious up to this point. Yeah. Right. Even knowing Pollen was her competition. Yeah. Right. And being understanding. Yeah. Kind Even of giving she... her room. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she respected how long they had been together and right. how much they care about each and other. And having feelings because, oh, hey, she wouldn't want that those feelings to happen to her. Right. Mm-hmm. Trying to be understanding. Right. But yeah. I think I think this is a really this is a very pivotal yes in episode. So yeah. you have to take in a little many, bit. In many many ways. Yes. Yeah. So true. So for the question of the week, I want to know what everyone's favorite episode is in the whole series so no holds barred yeah anything up to 44 so tweet us or email us or um, message us on instagram tell us what has been you have to just pick one though yeah just one episode <laughs> and a blurb as to why not just oh 42 is my favorite or whatever like yeah give oh us, i'm sure people will give yeah. explanations give us yeah. give us some background it's so hard not mm-hmm. to but yeah tell us what your favorite episode is um i'm sure we'll have many multiples of the same uh-huh. episodes that and that's okay really loves yeah yeah because i know people tend to love the same ones but that's what i'm curious about so uh yeah so thank you jessica yes thank you, thank you so much it was, it was so was wonderful fun. it was perfect it was to fun have. adding a third a third voice in yes it's, yeah Absolutely. especially for episodes like this so yeah so until next time um thanks everybody for joining us this yep. week and uh we